Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Very good. Thank you. Praise my God. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for this new day. We thank you for all the good things that have occurred to us yesterday, all the lessons we have learned, the new, the new information you have shared with us, Father. We thank you for keeping us safe through all our challenges. We thank you for listening to us every time we call on your name and your assistance. We thank you, Father, that in every situation, you were there with us. You never abandoned us. Right by our side, our Father standing with us, protecting us, teaching us, and speaking to us constantly at all times. Father, help us clear all the other chaos and confusion from our lives, all the other noise within our soul, that we are able to silence all of that, cut it out from there in order to be able to hear your gentle voice more clearly. We ask for your grace, Lord, in those times that we fall weak for all the times we have made mistakes. We ask forgiveness for our sins. And this morning, as we come to you, Lord, to receive from you, we ask you to fill us once again with your presence. Surrender our body, our soul, our spirit, all our faculties, bring them under your control, that you might be able to remold us from all the mindsets that we have come with, from all our limited ways of thinking. We ask you to direct our thought, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart and lean not on our understanding, but on the revelation and the wisdom and the, that in the understanding that you pour into our hearts. And Father, the peace and the joy that you pour into us this day, we share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it also with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them and don't know how to pray. We share it with all those that are Christians and have not yet encountered you, do not know you, and all those that do not want to know you, that have willfully walked away from you. Let the truth be revealed to them, Father. Let your presence be made known and seen, that they might make that conscious decision to turn back to our eyes and go back to their father's house. So as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our father, the name of our creator, the king, the ancient of days, the great I am. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the one who holds the key of David, so that what he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. The one who leads us in the day of battle, our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit, that spirit which gives us encouragement, that spirit through whom we draw our power, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light who brings revelation, the spirit of life who gives life to our mortal body, the same spirit of resurrection that raised Jesus from the dead. The one who has made his tabernacle within our body and is with us all the time. So when Jesus said, I shall never leave you nor forsake you, 
he left us his spirit and that is exactly what his spirit does our advocate our intercessor we thank you father for the gift of life for the gift of today this new lease of time that you have added to us we thank you for that opportunity where you reveal to us our mistakes of the past not by condemning us but always by convicting us so that we are able to turn around from them learn from our mistakes to repent and to come back in the house and as we come back in the house and we receive your word father help us strengthen our understanding in that area in such a way that we become incorruptible grant us your revelation lord we thank you that you have blessed us with family with friends with destiny helpers with your angels with all these resources in order to facilitate our spiritual life and our growth as well that are a reflection of you that are a reflection of what you have said in your word and how you care for us we thank you for providing us with food every day our daily bread for our body and for our spirit we thank you father that you have blessed us with a roof for shelter over our heads and in the spirit lord when we dwell in our secret place with you you shelter us under your wings protected and safe from every attack we thank you lord that you have loved us with an everlasting love you have carved us on the palm of your hand and yesterday we have seen a powerful reflection in the series of holy spirit relationship today we look at something entirely different we reflect on one of the parables jesus gave us and what it really means for us and there are many other connotations to that parable but today i just like to focus on how much the question is how much do you value jesus and your eternal life and i encourage each of you as we read that parable and as we reflect on it to listen to the holy spirit and see what he is telling you there could be other messages there as well so this one is taken from matthew chapter 13 and that chapter 13 has about seven parables in it be worth reflecting on each in different ways to see what message is he really giving us about the kingdom what picture is he painting of that kingdom today we take the parable of the treasure in the field where it says in matthew 13 verse 44 the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid again and then in his joy he goes and sells all he has and buys that field now for comparison just to understand it better jesus gave us another story where he actually spoke to a person a conversation with the rich young man seen in matthew chapter 19 verses 16 to 22 where it says just then a, a man came up to jesus and asked asked good teacher what good thing must i do to get eternal life and jesus said if you want to enter life keep the commandments which ones he inquired and jesus told him which ones and he said all these i have kept what do i still lack jesus then answered and 
and pay close attention to the amplified version's choice of words now i'm going to read from the amplified version what jesus answered him it says if you want to be perfect that is have the spiritual maturity that accompanies godly character with no moral or ethical deficiencies then go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven then come follow me becoming my disciple believing and trusting in me and walking in the same path of life that i walk after we finish today's reflection i'd encourage you to go back and read just these two verses sorry it's six verses six verses from the amplified version so it's matthew 19 verses 16 to 22 and then the rich man ultimately walked away because he was a man of great wealth now these parables are very interesting notice that in both these he said go sell everything the man found the field he went away sold everything the rich young man came he said you want eternal life go sell and then come for the treasure they are similar in message so if we consider them together the treasure would be eternal life and following jesus in his footsteps to live in that abundance remember he said in john 10 10 i came for this purpose that you might have a life of abundance that is life in the kingdom now when the man found it in the field in the parable had he announced it then it could have been taken away from him because the field didn't belong to him so he had to keep quiet go sell everything he had and buy the field so that this time he could outright own it now does this remind you of the parable of the sower and the seed the seed fell on four types of grounds but in particular in this case the seed that fell on rocky shallow ground on the seed that fell among thorns matthew 13 verses 21 and 22 now that person's faith does not have root where the ground is shallow and where there are too many thorns and when troubles come or even cares of this world will choke his faith so he must first build faith and own this faith and can get rid of bad habits unproductive lifestyle ungodly character and then buy the field so that he now owned everything in the field that is why he had to keep quiet not announce it satan is ever willing and waiting to steal so when he found it he had to bury it again and then go and sell everything prepare question now about the field can you really buy the field what is this field we see in the same chapter in another parable the parable of the weeds when jesus explained it the parable parable of the weeds is uh, for reference is matthew 13 verses 24 to 
Jesus explained it in verse 38. He said, the field is the world. So if we use that analogy of the field being the world here as well, then it is true even today. It still holds this treasure buried in it in a world that is ruled over by Satan. Yes, your treasure is already here. So that's good news. But Satan is the owner of the world, this field. And so it's hard to claim that treasure. However, Jesus paid the price on the cross and so bought the field or brought back man's right, your authority over the world. And how do you buy the field to claim your personal treasure? You buy it by the blood of Jesus. When you believe and confess him as Lord, that's when you receive your gift of salvation. The hidden treasure. That's when you bought back the world. Why is it hidden? Jesus explained that as well in Matthew 13 verse 11. Because not everyone sees it the way you do. In Matthew 13 verse 11, he said, Because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but not to them. So finding this treasure is not for everyone. Now compare the man here in the parable with the rich man whom Jesus advised to do the same. Go and sell everything. What did he do? Did he sell everything he had and followed Jesus? The man in the parable did. He went away, sold everything, came back, bought the field, claimed the treasure. The rich man didn't. Following Jesus, as you can see, comes at a price. Selling everything is the preparation for it. That's the price. And starts with repentance. Are you prepared to sell everything? To repent for sin and then give up your lifestyle of sin, of enjoyment, of luxury and anything that would keep you away from Jesus all this while. Are you willing to give that up in favor of him? Now he doesn't expect people to be poor, to give away all their money, to be poor and to be cut off from money. He knows we need money to live, but he expects you to cut off from the love of money. Look at what 1 Timothy 6 verse 10 says. The love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, not money itself. And some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. That's 1 Timothy 6 verse 10. The rich man wanted salvation but didn't want to pay this price, didn't want to give up on his love for money, was so attached to his riches. Is this our predicament too? Do you value Jesus so much that you can give up alcohol, a life of partying, a life of being busy, enjoy yourself, a life of pursuing your careers, your ambitions, a life of building your own empire and everything else? Or are you willing to ignore him in favor of that lifestyle, the lifestyle that the rich man had. And the important thing to note here is 
this doesn't only apply to rich people that are you know that have a lot of money or are too busy with their business it applies to every single one of us you don't need to be rich to have lots of money to struggle to make this choice people with average middle class income or even lower can make this mistake too when we choose everything else in our life over him when we choose tv when we choose social media facebook movies whatever else everything else that we are too busy spending our time on instead of spending it with jesus are we willing to give that up today is a question are you willing to give that up to get to know him better i go to church on sunday every sunday you might say i am good at heart i love my family and i am good with my neighbors yes the rich man did the same as well i do everything right except when someone says get to know jesus follow him go and read your bible and i say i don't have time does that sound familiar it has nothing to do with money anymore where you spend your time that's where your heart is and is there a space for jesus in there or are you too busy how much do you value jesus is he and the eternal life that he gives a treasure to you or do you consider your current physical life more valuable and a treasure instead of him a lot of us make that mistake and to varying degrees all of us make it when there are certain conflicting priorities on you wanting to watch a movie and at the same time the lord says can you come spend time with me even though we say we are in the lord we listen to his spirit yet we face this conflicts and sometimes we disobey how much do you value the call of the king and do we honor that king how do we look upon him is he really that king as he as he just that image of the cross that hangs on the wall in the church what does he mean to you and how much do you value him that this is that is decided by what you are willing to give up for him are you willing to give up everything for nothing if you look from a fleshly point that is the question to be asked but if you look from a spiritual point you look closely at the body as one that will die and equates to nothing the flesh profits nothing but the spirit can have eternal life then the question from the spiritual point of view is are you willing to give up that nothingness of your physical life to gain everything of eternal life it is a choice that each of us have to make you must make a good one father in the name of jesus i pray that as we reflect again on this parable in our personal place of prayer you reveal to us all those areas where we have fallen short and continue to fall short in all those areas where we value everything else in the physical world more than you so that we are too busy spending most of our time elsewhere and have nothing left for you are you at the bottom of our list of priorities or are you at the top help us see that truth father make amends to how we manage our day and our time 
and how we manage our relationships and where do we place you among all of that. We ask for that edification in our spirit today. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs. All the requests that have been mentioned on our group, on this prayer group, this praying family. We thank you, Father, for all answered prayer. We thank you for miracles in advance. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all those that are battling COVID and any other life-threatening circumstances. For all those that are hospitalized this day, that need to undergo procedures today. We thank you, Father, that you send your spirit. We ask of you to anoint these with your spirit. It is by the stripes and the wounds of Jesus. They are freed from the curse of the law. Every curse is lifted from them, Lord, for their own mistakes. And we declare every other act of wickedness, nullified and broken by that blood of Jesus. Every spirit of infirmity we cast out of there, bound, rebuked and cursed in the mighty name of Jesus. We lose his healing, we lose his precious blood. That life giver, that through his precious blood, there is new life, there is a new birth, not only in that body, but also in their spirit. And that person makes a conscious decision to give their heart to him. We thank you, Father, more so for that spiritual healing and that miracle, Lord, in their lives. We pray also for all families that are battling separation for whatever reasons, Lord. We cover them with your precious blood, Jesus. Let your presence, your love fill their homes. We invite you into these homes, Lord. And let there be a renewal of that season of love in their hearts. That every seed that the enemy sows, every weed can be plucked out of there. And they are filled by your presence alone. What you have joined together, Father, let no man separate. We pray also for all the families of the Holy Spirit, Brisbane Prayer Group, and every member of each of these families. In your name, Jesus, we declare that they put on their angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with our physical and our spiritual needs. We plead the blood of Jesus over every member of these families and their ministry as well. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of them to protect them and keep them safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, from injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking and terrorism. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, bring them under your wings. And we are safe in your care. We want to dwell in your secret place. Quicken each of us, Father. That we shall call on you. In our secret place. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Anything that seeks to keep them yoked to the ground and limited, Father, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We declare the power of any such chain broken, for this is the body of Christ. 
Satan, sin, sickness, and disease. You have no power and no place over them. We command you to leave right now. We pray also for all those that are battling challenges in their jobs, in their income, in their finances. We pray for those that are contemplating suicide. Those that are contemplating abortion. We pray also for members of our family and our friend circle. For those that have not yet given their hearts to you, Father. Those that have not yet received the gift of salvation. That they might quicken them, O oh Lord, that they might make that decision. That they might call on your name. And we know that everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. And every request that you are praying for, I'd like you to raise it up now at this time. Whether it is for yourself or you're interceding for someone else as well. Father, as we hold the horns of your tabernacle, we call on your mercy seat and your mercy, Lord. We thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us. When we call on your name, your word says that all those that call on your name shall be delivered. The ones that we are praying for as well shall be delivered. They shall not end up in shame. This is the inheritance of your children, Father. We now join our spirit to your Holy Spirit, Father, and make our prayer in the spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to please release your faith, lose your tongue, start speaking a syllable and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with his presence and take over. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanda Rasta, 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 Rasta,
The words that were spoken to me this morning, come into my embrace, my children, and experience the love, grace, and treasures I have for you. The scripture I've been given is 1 Peter 1, 13 to 16. Therefore, gird up your minds, be sober, set your hope fully upon the grace that is coming to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder about our Bible study session for this Friday. The topic is a continuation from last week. That is, what is prayer? The second part. This is the concluding part. We will learn some basic principles of prayer. Why is there no power in our prayer and how to pray so that God will hear us? Please share these links. We will share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. Later this morning on our Telegram group, please share those links with your friends and family and try and at least bring one person to that prayer meeting. I think if we each can bring one person and help transform one life, that itself would be a good start and a big service to the kingdom. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out with our testimony, carrying the gospel and be a blessing. I can see there is a reflection that has been shared in the chat. So I'll read that before we conclude. This one is from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 33, where it says, you shall walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land that you shall possess. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Then as we conclude, we say, be blessed, everyone. Be a blessing to everyone around you in the name of Jesus. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell.